Chris, we didn't pick something to read. Oh. I'm going to flip to a random page and that's what we're going to read. Okay. This is not a bit, folks. This is not a bit. Okay, I'm on page 608. When I woke up, there was no disorientation. I opened my mo- my eyes, finally dry, and met his anxious gray- gaze. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> hey, I said. My voice was hoarse. I cleared my throat. <clears throat> he didn't answer. He watched me, waiting for it to start. No, I'm fine, I promised. That won't happen again. His eyes tightened at my words. I'm so sorry you had to see that, I said. That wasn't fair to you. Okay, I saw all this dialogue, Chris, and I did think you were going to get to say something. No, he, I will if you just kept reading. Oh, he put oh his, so she's done reading. So now we're done. He put his hands on either side of my face. What? Like a uh, idiot sandwich. <laughs> Bella, are you sure? Did you make the right choice? I've never seen you in so much pain. His voice broke on the last word, but I had known worse pain. I touched his lips. Yes. Welcome to the intro. I hope you liked what's happening so far. <laughs> so far, you heard us giggle and you listened to our theme song, <laughs> which I I thought about swap, swapping in um, Kate Bush's you Wuthering said that. Heights. You said that. Oh, two episodes, you had a different thing you thought of swapping. Uh, it was going to be Uptown Bunk. This one's going to be Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights because um, uh, Bella mentions it again, um, how, how she's just like Kathy. And you- Edward also has parts of Wuthering Heights Memorized, like he has Shakespeare memorized. I don't know why. You, okay, I've read Wuthering Heights, mm-hmm. a famous novel. Many people have. Uh, I don't remember brag. a lot of it. Big brag. All I remember about Wuthering Heights is it's about um, uh, intergenerational trauma. Uh, Heathcliff, the main character slash, I guess Edward, is this guy who's adopted by this manor lord mm-hmm. off the streets. Oh, great expectations! His, yeah, his current kids treat him poorly because he's this you know low class boy. So then he's like, you know, tortured as a child and he becomes like, you know, a tortured soul as an adult. He falls in love with the girl across the moor at the other manor. She ends up marrying an actual rich person. He gets mad. He gets locked in an attic for beating up a rich guy. Then he disappears. He comes back. Now he's rich suddenly. What? And then there's it like. It is like great expectations. Yeah, except like the guy, girl he has a crush on ends up getting married and has a kid. He falls in love with that kid. <gasps> so there's a lot of like. Of Twilight, like you shouldn't, but it doesn't map. No, the right it doesn't way. map at all. Like you shouldn't fall in love with your crush's kid. That's, yeah, that's so, the moral of moral all the story. stories. And so, like, there is that connection in that there are people who are in love with each other and don't end up with each other. But that's it. And also, they call him a monster because he's like, you know, a guy who's tortured as a child and basically turned into like a a, a man of instinct rather than of class. Mm. But Edward is a that man That doesn't of class. really make sense with no. Edward at all. So, anyways, so it doesn't map so off very this, well. I hope this was an exciting intro for the listener. Me trying to remember what Wuthering Heights is about. I um, think that's it. But then in the end, everyone like marries their cousin. There's only like eight characters and they all have kids and their kids marry each other. Uh, so it's a comedy. 
it's kind of a Shakespearean comedy and everyone gets married. Everyone gets married at the end and no one dies. That's comedy, baby. To a T. Except everyone. Don't you know that's why Orange is the New Black was put it's, in it's comedy like, categories? Okay, can we talk about why um, freaking, uh, what was that show that was a limited series but clearly wasn't a limited series oh, the Emmys? Oh, fucking Watchmen. Watchmen? With the- we loved Watchmen. Oh, okay, we, we did. We watched it. But By loved, we mean. Enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed. David Lindelof keeps pulling tricks and he and his producer team got it submitted as a limited series. Even though it was clearly the first of many seasons. Yeah. You, you don't hire David and go, okay, this is only one season. And there were other good <laughs> limited series that did deserve. I don't remember now, but we wanted a different one to win. Um, Was the, 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 the series with Kate. Oh, no. There. With um, Miss America is what you're Miss thinking America. about, but I'm thinking of Unbelievable. That's what I was thinking of. Which is not Kate. It's Tony Collette and oh, Merritt yes. Weaver and Caitlin Deaver. Sure. Uh, this is now our pop culture Pod. Chris has some pop news in a second. Let me first say we're also watching Lovecraft Country. I was a holdout here in the house. Because it's scary. Because it's scary and I don't like scary things. But boy, we are in it now. Look, Letty, one of my favorite TV characters. You love Letty. I love her so much. I love the crazy white lady. Uh, the, like the, I love to hate her. Like right. you, you're supposed to hate her. She's manic because she's a manic puzzle she's, of a person, and she's like clearly like uses her race to like get the upper hand, her whiteness, and but also she's like a woman, so she tries to like garner weird sympathy from the black women. And it's anyway, it's so good. Yeah. She's so evil, and that's why I like her. It is fun. Maggie Letty's did suffer great. a personal loss when she's decided to go to the source text of this TV show. Oh, so I'm reading <laughs> books this year. I don't know if you know this from We're our reading earliest, <laughs> from our earliest episodes. I'm trying to read 52 books a year this year. <laughs> <laughs> My annual goal for this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I am also trying not to read books by white guys. And so far, I've done it except for two. I one was for book club and it was really good. Rules of civility. I loved big it. I want to get big embarrassment was I was ready to be not liking it and then I did love it. Yeah. And then I'm reading End of Policing, which is also, it turns out, by a white guy. Surprise, annoying. But I bought Lovecraft <laughs> Country because I was like, oh, I'm sure this is by a black woman. It's gonna be great. No. White guy. Just a, like a, a a plain dude from Illinois. So anyway, I can't read it this year. So we're going to wait till next year. Hey, the TV show is good. Um, so our pop culture recap, Wuthering Heights, gothic <laughs> novel from hundreds of years, hundreds some years ago. Hundreds. Not hundreds, hundreds some years ago. Um, Lovecraft Country, Actually, A+. Plus. Watchmen should not have been a limited series. No, not at all. Um, wasn't, it reading... sho- wait, wasn't it shocking that Stranger Things was nominated for Best <laughs> Drama? <laughs> what year is it? Wolf hard get out of my house stop pranking us stop that was his us. biggest prank yet don't make that ghostbusters where it's serious movie did you know that he uh uh, uh and tony hawk played tony hawk on twitch for chipotle like a few weeks ago that's really cute it's a real crossover event. that's pretty funny um so my pop culture recap moment um this is a new pod a pod within a pod edward is culture edward is culture also this is edward's vampire twilight podcast hi i'm chris chris's team Oh, I'm team um, Stella. I know you're going to say, what is that? It's Styles, oh, Stellas, Styles and Ellis Ross. That's uh, right. Hot news. Did you know? Pop news. Pop, bidding, 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 bidding. pop news. The current 
Not zero evidence rumor is that Tracy Ellis Ross and Harry Styles are dating. Chris found this out today and went, oh. <laughs> Maggie! Here's the evidence. Here's the evidence. Um, There's some, none. It is someone's been texting real. a gossip um, Instagram saying that they have seen them out in public together, clearly on dates, including one time that they overheard them talking about the craziest places they've had sex, and then they were joking about going to the bathroom and have sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that sounds like they're two goofy people and having fun. But then also she's been to his Honestly, concerts and backstage. Something I'm going to say is that they would they would make sense. Uh, they a would. Ex- kind of sense. But again, she's like um, in a totally different just zone than he is. I can picture them dancing to Stevie Nicks together. I can see them um, hooking up at a wedding. Yeah. And then but both not like being dating. like, it was the best sex I ever had. Yeah. Because Tracy's like, I am... Oh, a full woman, and you are a manic boy. <laughs> and together, <laughs> um, we have this going on. All I know is that... Um, in our Twilight movie recast, how we're going to get Tracy Ellis Ross and Harry Styles in here. Harris Styles. Like Harry that. Styles clearly is he's Jasper. A, he's a Cullen. Yeah. So, Tracy might be Renee. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's goofy. <laughs> yeah. Or Esme, because she's kind. Mm-hmm. Or Jessica Stanley. The teen? Yeah. Uh, Good point. I think we have I think we have Evan Rachel Wood in there as a teen. Rosalie. I think she plays Rosalie. Or Victoria. Do you think Tracy and um Anna Kendrick would would vie well on set? I do. Yeah. Yeah. They seem like two very amiable people. Anyone who Tracy Ellis Ross couldn't Couldn't get along with with, except like our current administration. (laughs) Yeah, except for any poop heads yeah, yeah. <laughs> i said it oh the trump pets administration have all poop heads um hope that really clipped through your headphones oh wow guys we are done reading this book we're done next week we get to watch the movie and it i don't remember it i don't remember a single thing um, Except for the last moment. We're like- going to talk about Rose and Thorn, so I don't want to spoil too much, but there is so much more sex in this book than I ever dreamed of. Yeah. And I have read it before. I think America forgot about this book because we all got all of our frustration out with it's the first book, smutty. which had no sex. And it this is one a smutty is book. full fanfic, steamy, horny in my pants. But like... <laughs> you know when you're on a, you know when you're Chris, uh, you know when you're Chris, uh, coming back from a hot date Chris, and you go, yeah, I'm kind of horny in my pants. <laughs> no, I don't know that. Oh, that's sad for you. No, I do fine. Listeners, write in. I do. Who fi- are you sad listeners, for? Listeners, 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 let us know if you're feeling something in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna say before we have no Okay, I'm gonna go wash idea. my mouth with alkalinic soap. Borax. I'm gonna put borax in my mouth. Oh, speaking of borats. Oh, borat. Do you want pop read? culture news? Pop borat <laughs> news. <laughs> ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. Sasha Baron Cohen's borat has been filmed and I think screened to some people. Um, it has a it has a name and it's called like Mike m- Pence Mike Pence's monkey texting. Dick. Yeah, whatever. Look, he made that TV show that was bad. Okay, it just I think good. he's done. I think he's got it out of the system. Watch Nathan for you streaming for maybe two more days before it's taken off Hulu. Nathan for uh, pop culture podcast. If you haven't watched Nathan for you, spend the next three days of your life. Perfect doing quarantine that. time. Man, oh man, will it make you laugh so hard and <laughs> also feel so bad? You will pee your pants. It is promised. 
insane. Watch Nathan for you. Bye. <laughs> Chris just spit all over it. Like, welcome to Sparkle Notes. Headline, pop culture news. Chris, host of... Wait, did top- you call me Chris? Chris, host of top Twilight podcast, Edward's a Vampire, spit all over his audience. <laughs> I spit on you. <laughs> oh. Um, We received um a message from a fan that the, us doing French accents was the best our podcast has ever been. So we're going to stick them in places. Places. This is Sparkle Notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. Okay, we start out with Edward being like, man, it sucks Jacob kissed you. I'm sorry that he manipulated you that way. Are you still in love with me? And Bella being like, yeah, dude, we're good. I suck, but you're great. Bella's really sad that um, people aren't blaming her. For the fights. That's commentary, Chris. Right now, we're journalists. I know what I'm saying. That is. She said, I'm sad. Then the battle starts. Down below. We hear it secondhand through. Third hand. Third hand through Edward reading people's minds at the battle being like, ooh, good move, Tommy. Sarah, watch out. And Bella just sits there. And then suddenly the mood changes uh, and Victoria is in the clearing with Riley, her little sex doll. <laughs> um, Seth, the werewolf, and uh, Edward fight them through win. fits and starts. They win. They rip them to pieces and burn them. And then they go down because ba-ding, ba-ding. Why do I keep saying ba-ding, ba-ding? Ba-ding, ba-ding, the famous jazz club from <laughs> Inona Earp. <laughs> That's it. Um. <laughs> anyway, they go down because bading bading. The Voltori is here. Uh, when did they show up? Suddenly. Suddenly. When it's did Jane. they leave? Also suddenly. Jane's there. She's like, "Oh, I got to clean up your mess." All the vampires say, "No, it's fine. It's we done. got it." And she goes, "Oh, she I guess goes, I didn't have to be." She goes, here. "I guess I should have come earlier." And Edward's like, "Yeah, we know you wanted us to die. It's too bad. We're awesome, and you suck." And then they kill a little girl. A little girl vampire. Brie Tanner, who you'll get to know in this podcast because we're going to read the novella. I think, yeah, she's the center of an upcoming spinoff novel. Yikes. Um, And then um, Bella goes to see Jacob, who was injured in the fight, but he's doing fine. They talk about how in another life they would be in love. And they're in love, but not in love enough. Jacob says, I forgive you. We're friends now. But then immediately he's like... But also you love me, don't you, babe? And it's like pick a lane. And they're like, well, we just won't we won't see or talk to each other for a while. Um how can we be friends when we love each other like this? And they just kind of leave it at that. It's super weird. Then at the Collins house, Alice is like, BT Doves, Bella, I'm planning your wedding. It's August 15. Here's your dress. It's an old vintage 1810s thing. Um, then Edward and Bella head to the meadow, don't have sex, talk Want about it. Sex. Um, and then it's the epilogue, which is from Jacob's point of view. He gets a wedding invite. He's really mean and sexist. And then he turns into a wolf for good, question mark. And Stephanie wrote Chris's favorite line of all three novels. Not, well, it is my favorite line because it's the first one that I meant. Oh, that's neat. Do you want to read it, Chris? No. Is that the thing you can't stop thinking yeah, about? Yeah, I'll save it for that. <laughs> um, that's, that's the end of Eclipse. I hope you could follow that. 
the bad guys lose, okay? They're going to get married. The good guys win, okay? It's a, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Chris, what do you like about this book? What I liked about this book was... But <laughs> I did this summer was um, the beginning of <laughs> You liked the beginning? I don't know. I don't think you liked the no, beginning. No, I didn't. No, because the beginning, I remember it was just Edward with his coffee being like, oh, these people in Seattle, a lot of stuff's going down. <laughs> um, maybe what I liked about it was um how horny it got at the end. I think I also like the horniness. Because it turned into a teen novel again. Yeah. The end. But the middle of it was so horrendously upsetting to me. It was so long. So long, and as we said a million times. The entire battle, all the action of the entire book happened in this, what was in what this we read week. Yeah. This week, um, which was disappointing. But also. But we're saying things we like okay, right now, Chris. Rose, good point. Rose, Rose, Rose being. Um, Rosalie. Rosalie fixing her, her story truck, was fixing in her car. This. Rosalie fixing her car. That's a big. Big Rose. I'm going to put roses all over Alice in this book. Sure. Alice really um, got to shine. I was going to say, um, Rose's for this book making me actually like Edward a little bit more. Before, I really hated him. And now I think he's like annoying, but fundamentally, I think an okay person. I he's think grown. I'm with you. I mean, he did a lot of really bad stuff in the first couple books in terms of like manipulating Bella, etc. Yeah. But he kind of has really shown up to bat here. And I think like I'm willing to excuse some of the bad behavior because he is um a soulless vampire. Soulless vampire teen. So like for that reason, I'm in. Oh, opposite Shark Tank. Yes. Also, I'm pitching that show. Opposite Shark Tank, it's where um, the sharks pitch how much money they have and people have to say if they want it or not. This is a bad show. Okay, I'm idea. no Mike Burnett. Um, Other Roses. And me. Um, Le- Angela. Angela. Oh, be doing doing crazy. Just being, oh no, Jessica. It was Jessica, Jessica. Jessica being back in on graduation day, big rose. Funny. Okay, the entire graduation I thought was pretty funny. So that's a rose for me. Okay. Um that's it. Do you want to talk thorns? I th- thorns, we have a lot. Let's more. run down the thorns. Okay. Number one, consistent across the board thorn for these books. Too long, Steph. Steph. Steph, hire an editor. That's what they're there for. Yeah. I don't know why it's this long. I think probably just to look impressive in Barnes and Noble. Honestly, I think that was the idea. Yeah, if it's this long and you have, you know, ten, you've got a whole shelf cap. Do you think these ever were published hardback first? Yes, or they immediately went to. Oh, definitely hardback. These uh, have been printed in like seven editions. I just can't imagine th- reading this in a hardback. It's hard enough to read <laughs> with soft cover. I read Breaking Dawn in a hardback. That is shocking. I think that we only have Breaking Dawn and Hardback. So I think we'll both be reading Breaking Dawn and Hardback. That's an, that, that's kooky to me. Yeah. That's crazy. Because when I, buy, when I buy a Hardback novel, it's because it's new and I want it. Mm-hmm. Or it was just like secondhand or cheap for that reason. Otherwise, yeah. everything else is going to be paperback. Yeah. Imagine being on the train with this clunker. I'm Oh, Rose, I don't have to be on the train because we're all inside reading Twilight. It was bad enough for the first one and I <laughs> honestly was so embarrassed to pull it out on the train because I knew people were going to notice. It's honestly worse than people I, who pee on the train. I had to read, not this week, but a few weeks ago, I had to read on the way to a doctor's appointment and I refused to read it in the waiting room. I just <laughs> yeah, sat, I sat with, with it in my purse and I did read it in the car on the way and the way back. 
Yeah, I want to not want to read this in public, and it's too big for that. That's a thorn. Um, more thorns, Jacob, and stop. Jacob, get out. Being bad. Um, this is the book when people say is Twilight bad for teens. This is the one that I think is legitimately bad for teens. Yeah, for the most part, we've been like, oh, it's fine. Even when Bella is like doing all the stuff that people like hate on her for. It seems like not super warranted. Right. The problem with this book is that it, it Jacob has such a terrible behavior, unacceptable, no and like the the book posits Bella maybe realistically blaming herself, right? Because she's a teen girl and her the people she has crushes on are acting bad. You blame yourself when you're a teen. Sure. Um. Regardless, an adult woman wrote this knowing teen girls would read it, and she could have just as easily made Bella stand up for herself. Yeah. But she didn't. Yeah. So that's a thorn. That's a thorn. Honestly, Bella in this book, thorn. (laughs) Not Bella thorn. No, we used to like Bella. In this one, we're a little iffy on it. Especially when she says, I maybe do love Jacob Black. Crazy. Um, Thorn, why did the Volturi show up? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, Just a plotting Thorn. What? What? I was so confused when that happened. Uh, you're not reading along at home, so it doesn't mean anything to you. But the fact that the bad guys from the last book, who we've only heard of as like a possible bad guy here, and it turns out it wasn't them. So we're like, okay, they're gone forever. Yeah. Nope. Turns out we turn a page and Edward goes, oh no, the bad guys are here. And they were here for three pages and left. For no reason other than... And, like, how did Alice not see them coming? It's confusing. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like, kind of a, a rose slash thorn is how much the last, like, third or quarter of this book felt like fan fiction. It felt like Stephanie had to finish her book, so she said, let me go for the most obvious things that could happen in this book. <laughs> Here we go. Um, Jacob has to cuddle Bella. Great. The Volturi <laughs> show up, I guess, just because. Um, there's a lot of horny rolling around in the meadow. We all love that. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That energy I do like. Um, I was gonna say Thorn is all the weird ep- um episodes, chapters where we get someone else's story from not their perspective, from Bella hearing it, and it's really <laughs> badly written. Those are big thorns for me. Those are weird, especially when we're gonna just jump the shark and go into Jacob's mind during the epilogue. Yeah, that's such a that's just like a, a craft thorn. Yeah, of like this just wasn't done well, and it really took me out. Um, but let's talk about what we did today. What did we do today? Read this book. I mean, oh. like what we're here to discuss. <laughs> Chris, yes. I brought you here to discuss what oh. you did today. Oh. And I do mean when you spilled water all over my hardback. I accident I was gesturing widely. He always as does. As you do. We all know what that means. <laughs> so <laughs> he's so. so and I knocked over a Big flower in the face knocked over and some of that flower water got on the tips of a book. And Not that, the tip, the top half. And for that, I apologize. He said, it's replaceable. I'm not. And I said, does that I mean you're that. replacing it? And he said, no, why would I? It's fine. It is replaceable. It's not. It's being replaced. Um, Chris, should we learn that secret gay language? Uh, pol- Polari? Polari. No. Yeah, listeners, text us. If, text us. Text, text um, if you us want us to a, a language that has about I think eighteen different words for butt and and pants, but about <laughs> one word for let's <laughs> go. 
Um, so anyway, text us if you want us to start doing this podcast in that language. In the language of 1960s underground London, London gays. Um, That's acceptable. We know a few things. We know so. So. We know. That's about it. No, we know more. Uh, we no. just have to unlock it. Okay. Pie? <laughs> Doesn't pie mean face? <laughs> Good game. 1960s slang or just a word. Do you think, um, let me guess, let me guess, Cindy is like twink. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. That's what, my what, mom's name. <laughs> well, twink. What do you think cop is? You know, like. There's um, a word for it. Bruce. Bruce? No, yeah. it was like, you're thinking of the shark from Nemo, Bruce. He has big cop energy. Um. There was a word, but it was like um, like a looky. It's like legs. Legs. Hey, the legs are coming. No. No. That's not it. Oh, dear. Do we need to take a moment to think about this? No. Okay. Yes? Yeah. Okay. I need to spend time. Okay. All right, folks. I know what you've been waiting for <laughs> is for us to talk about the big, amazing. Ding! Energetic fight round one. Really, two different intros that overlapped each other. I thought it would be fun. No, you thought yours would be more fun than mine. No, I really thought that. So you you overlapped to mine. I know. I really thought it would be a fun overlap. Well, well, that's a short sighted like a peanut butter chocolate pie. That's okay. I would not describe peanut butter chocolate pie as a fun overlap. Well, you have to overlap the chocolate and the peanut butter. Else, oh, you're doing else layers. It is else. a chocolate or peanut butter pie. <laughs> That's from, from Maggie's 1873 cookbook. Now mix the twine together, else it shan't be a chocolate peanut a buttered peanut pie. Buttered peanut pie. That's like brittle. Oh, it, is that not what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about a peanut. I'm talking about. A, I, a chocolate. I'm talking. No, no, no I'm, I'm no, talking I'm about. Talking, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm trying to talk about the big fight, Chris. Is this good for you, listeners? Text us. <laughs> text us. <laughs> if you can text Obama now, you, you can, can text, text us. us. Sorry, we should, Mr. We should President. Look in, we should look into this. Texting. Just get a Google number. You talk about how easy Google numbers are. I have one already. Are. I can't get another one. Really? Yeah, it's like I thought you could kind of get like. No, you can't make burners. I thought you could make burners. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, so we're talking about the big battle at the end of Twilight. And you're going to say, what battle? I don't listen to the recap sections. And I'll say, I don't either. And I read it. So there are two battles going on simultaneously, which could be cool. Probably in the movie, they do both. Because otherwise, what would you be watching? Because this, this, this device of. So there's the main battle, and then oops. The real villain shows up unannounced to the safe zone where Bella is. Cool. Fun. It works better, I think, visually in cinema. Yes. Because we have the power of juxtaposition of image and editing. Yes. In the book, we don't. So basically, while the battle is going down on the ground at the baseball field, yeah. um, we are connected via walkie-talkie named Seth. Yeah. He's, he's the psychic walkie-talkie. And then Victoria shows up. And Chris hated this battle. I didn't think it was a total failure. I didn't like it because, um, so this is the redheaded evil vampire who, from the first book, it was her boyfriend that attacked Bella. And then the Cullens killed her boyfriend. So now she's after Bella to make She's Edward been sad. like 
after the whole series. The last two books. She's essentially the big bad of this series, and she gets none of so the So she finally spotlight. shows up, and they're, like, just in a sort of clearing, and they're, like, dodging around, like, trees around the edges because, you know, they move super fast. So if they make she one She brought her move, new teen lover. Yeah, Riley. Brought, Riley, which was funny. The first thing Edward does is go, Riley, she's not in love with you, you idiot. Leave. We don't want to hurt you. But he's brainwashed, so yeah. that doesn't help. I do not like this fight that much because it was a lot of just Bella describing Edward and Victoria, these two vampires. Like just running kind around of like, each other. Just kind of like shifting suddenly because they move really fast and like hissing at each other. And like if like, they run too fast around the tree, they'll turn to butter. Yeah. Like the tigers from <laughs> they, that children's book. Yeah, they just... It's 12 pages of that, and then suddenly it's over. It wasn't that tense. I didn't think it was ever really tense, but I, um, what I found more interesting was the, like, Seth and Riley fight that's also going on. So yeah. Seth, the lone youngest werewolf, I guess not youngest, there are two other ones? There's, like, 10-year-old werewolves or something. Anyway, he's, like, fighting Riley while Edward is fighting Victoria for the most part, but then they like team up, and I thought that that was interesting. There was some fun. fun stuff with the werewolf vampire fighting with Bella each other. cut herself, which <laughs> distracted them. Yeah, Bella did her classic thing of let me cut my hand open on a rock and smear it. Oh, I thought the other thing that was interesting about this fight was that Victoria kept almost leaving, and Edward was able to like tease her back into the battle. Yeah, because clearly she can't actually win on a one on one with Edward. Yeah, and she kind of knows that, but he like eggs her on, which is her downfall. Yeah. Um. What I was most shocked by from this fight was how much Bella consistently said Victoria had a, a high-pitched baby voice, <laughs> which is not what you expect your villain to have. Also, she doesn't just say, like, it was a soprano voice or it was girlier no, or she, she keeps saying baby, baby voice. So it's like, uh, Bella, I'm going to kill you. Bella, I'm going to go Bella. Why Lying. He's playing my games. I was you. Oh, I'm going to kill your girlfriend. <laughs> it is truly wild. So Steph loves a crazy, weird-voiced villain. Because it reminds me of Arrow, who I wish showed up with the Voltori Because mm -hmm. he's the guy from the, from the last book who is like, Ooh, hello, Bella, I love it's how you are. You're a human who loves vampires? How fun! <laughs> and now we have... I want all the villains to show back up to team up. They are my suicide squad. <laughs> Baby voice, red hair lady. Weird, German, pale, uh, onion skin. 300, 3,000 year old Italian onion skin. Um, Palpatine looking ass. And that's crazy. I was shocked by how many times Bella reminds us that Victoria's hair is Red. In case you forget, every third paragraph, Ellie goes, and also her red hair, which was very red against her not red skin. Because, you know. Her red noodles were flying through the sky. Her a noodles. ball of red hair. As if we've forgotten. The only thing I remember about this woman is that she has red hair. Um, She has red hair. She has red hair. Um, I also, we get a confirmation that the vampire's are made of literal, literal stone because they keep picking up white, Bella says, white rocks from the ground to burn them. And you're going to ask a great question. If they're white rocks, why did they burn? I have no answers for you. you. Don't, maybe it's like charcoal, those like charcoal starters, those like bricks that you get for your grill. 
You know, they're kind of like rocks, but they do burn. Hmm. You know what I mean? But then they're like weak and crumbly. Yeah. Hard to know. We also get confirmation that, remember early on where we said, when Edward is like, the only way to kill a vampire is to rip it to shreds and burn it. And we're like, okay, but what if you just chop its head off? In this chapter, the werewolf rips off Riley's arm. And it crawls around like fucking What's his face from uh, from Adam's Adam's family? family. So turns out, yeah, if you don't burn them, are they just in pieces? What is that guy's name? It's not it. Cousin it is the hairy one. And it's not Lurch. That's the Frankenstein butler. Is it Uncle Fester? Uncle Fester is Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester is Uncle Um, Fester. Okay, it's not Wednesday. Is it Thing? It might be Thing. I think it's Thing. It's not Morticia. No. It's not... Um, Wednesday. It's not Frank and Weenie. It must be Jas- it, Jessica Chastain. Is it? It's Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, we. Uh, I should have done a Chastain watch at the start. Chatting with Chastain. At the top. Get this Chastain out of my shirt. You know how? If, hey, if um Drew Barrymore can have a talk show, I can have one where I talk about Jessica Chastain. Have you watched any of Drew Barrymore's talk show? No, I can only imagine it it's manic, wild, and like bad. <laughs> like she can't read on the <laughs> teleprompter. Okay, guys, this is again our pop culture podcast. Edward's culture. Edward's culture. Um, and we're here discussing Drew Barrymore. I assume her show is called Drew Exclamation Point. No, I think it's called the The Drew Drew Barrymore Barrymore Show. Show. Let's get better names. Okay, let's rename it real fast. Let's give five pitches to, I don't know, NBC, whoever has it. Mine is Drew exclamation point. Okay, mine is Drew Barry Less. (laughs) Oh, mine's going to say Drew Bear Tell Me More. It's like The View, but it's just her. Okay. Uh, Mine is Like It, I Drew It. <laughs> okay. Um mine's gonna be uh, um uh 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 my 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 show for Drew Barrymore is Hi I'm Drew Barrymore, I'm gonna live on Mars, the first person to do so. Watch me do it live. Oh, is that Sasha Baron Cohen's? No, no, no. It's Drew her and Elon Musk and mm. um he's his son or child, his alien spawn mm-hmm. host a show together. Okay, mine is Drew carries the Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> Drew Carrymore's. Okay. Uh, Drew, comma, carry, comma, Julianne Moore show. It's Drew Carey, Drew Barrymore, and Julianne Moore hosting a show together. Confusing. Confusing cast. Um. Okay, Drew- Meanwhile, at the bottom of the mountain, there's another <laughs> fight. <laughs> okay, yeah. We find out it was really easy, and then at the end, uh, there was one more vampire. Leah thought that she could take him alone. Jacob pushed her out of the way, and then Jacob got crushed by the newborn. Fan theory, fan theory, fan theory alert. We learn in the epilogue that Jacob's like, Leah, such a, a, a basically he calls her like a stupid girl. My theory I, is she, she was could have done it and, and he just got in the way. He's sexist and stupid. I agree. And he got in the way of her normal attack, which hurt both of them, and that's how he got hurt. Because at the very beginning of the battle, Edward is like, Whoa, she's fast. She's, she's really great. good. Wow. wow. Jacob's bad. Jacob, when Jacob we finally get inside sucks. his mind, we really see how much of the shit he is. Um so yeah, it turns out the big battle, the reason we don't see it is because it was boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably visually more interesting. We'll probably see it in the movie. Sure. I don't totally remember. It mostly means that like their plan just worked. Yeah. So like why why write it? So yeah. I guess that's yeah. fair. Fine. Sure. 
And then that's it. That's the battle. Yeah. They save one of the kids, one of the newborn vampires, Bree. She's like 11 or something, but she's like, why aren't you just eating that Bella girl? She smells so good. And, and all the- Carlisle's <laughs> like, dude, you gotta chill if you're gonna hang out with us. Dude, chill out. She gives, uh, he gives Brie the same speech that a few pages later Alice gives Bella, where she's like, Bella, you gotta chill out. If you wanna be a colon, you have to just grow the fuck up a little bit. You just have babe. to realize that you're a monster now, so you gotta so you have take to, like, it out. be responsible. Um, so they do end up killing that, the, the, they don't, but the Voltori do. Yeah, um, Jan Jane, the Jane. Voltori kills her because she's basically she's like this little girl's a liability. My favorite part of the Voltori being there is that Jane keeps trying to like pain Bella. That's her superpower. Remember? Yeah, it's like uh, pain, causing illusion. Pain. And Edward at some point is just like, "Could you please stop doing that? Would you, you please stop not trying? Do that?" And she's like, "Whatever, no harm done." And Edward's like. I don't you're like trying. It. I don't you're... love that you're doing it. Because Bella's um has a thick skull. <laughs> so no one can do any psychic powers on her. Basically, Alice says that. Yeah. We get a lore explanation. We get a lot of lore. A lot of lore. These, these chapters. But Alice says, well, the reason I work and Jasper works on you is because we're not affecting your brain. We're a- we're seeing what your body does. So Jasper actually changes your physical. Like brain chemistry. Brain. He like slows your heartbeat and cools your body down to calm you down. And she just sees outcomes of what like people do. She doesn't like read their minds, which is confusing because she only knows things when they're choice. So it doesn't really make sense. No. The thing about old Steph when she writes lore, it always seems like way too little, way too late. Yeah. She never like sets the stage like here's like the cool magic that we have in our world. And then we're going to see it unfold in an unexpected way, but that follows the rules that we set up. So we as readers can be surprised. Instead, we see something, it's confusing. 800 pages later, a character in a paragraph explains it away. Yeah. Which is not very fun. Yeah. That's a thorn. (laughs) That is a thorn. That's a thorn. Um, A fun moment is when Bella um, goes to the Cullen's house later and she's like, okay, Alice, you're allowed to plan our wedding now that I'm not being hunted anymore. And Alice is like, okay, do I have permission to design your wedding dress? Bella says, sure. And Alice goes, good, because I've already made it. Um, this suggests that Alice has known all along that Bella would choose Edward because she never faltered on that choice. Yeah, it's been clear from day one. So uh, what a waste, what a waste of, of our time. What a waste of our time. <laughs> um. I do think we can't get out of this episode without talking about how much we hate Jacob one more time. Sure. Sure. Um, so Bella goes to visit Jacob. Who's um, being treated for his injuries from the battle. Um, and he as just he says, he feels really uh, doped up, doped up. He says on painkillers and, but seems exactly the same. Totally chill. Um, he is really annoying. Yeah, basically, he was just like, oh, so I guess you really are going to marry that Cullen guy, guy huh? And she's I guess like, we can't be friends. And she's like, yeah, I guess we can't because I'm in love with you. Stupid fucking. What a fucking stupid, waste. They stupid. agree that like if there was no magic in the world, they would have been together and it would have been great. Yeah, like if they were just normal people, they would have, I guess, settled down in their boring town and had boring kids. Bella, think bigger for yourself. Leave. <laughs> Get out. And... um. 
Then we have the epilogue, which is in Jacob's perspective. And boy, yoy, 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 does it, it not read well. It sucks nuts. It does not make any sense. Jacob thinks in a way no human boy does. No. He thinks like a caricature of a boy. And in he doesn't think at all like he talks. No, it's totally different. It's so weird. And he's really sexist. Yeah, and like mean. But we learn so many fun things about the wolves. The werewolves. Here. And they're all, guess what? Gay. They're all, all the wolves. I said big, if you've seen Sense 8, big Sense 8 energy in that TV show, they're all, these people are all around the world connected psychically, but they're all like different genders and different sexualities. Famously, in one episode, they all have like a psychic orgy because they share each other's thoughts and they're just turned on by. That's happening to all the werewolves. Leah says, and I quote, I don't even like that Bella Swan, but last night I had a dream about making out with her. Because she's hearing Jacob's thoughts about how in love with her she is. So then Leah's like, I have to feel that too. And then Jacob's like, yeah, well, do you think we like being in your head when you're in love with Sam? We all want to hook up with him. (laughs) (laughs) Emily's mad enough that you have to be there. Now we're all in love with Sam. So now they're all talking about how they're all having wet dreams about each other. Hot. If the poll book was like that, this would be a totally different, way more interesting book. Um, So that's a rose for me. That's a rose of how it, it, it continues our rose of how horny this, this book, book is. is. I think we need to talk about that in a little more detail. I'm officially team Bellia. Expand on what that is. That's Bella and Leah. Oh, Blea. Yeah. Um, You're a Bella. Enemies ever. turned lovers turned lovers. But Bella doesn't know Classic lesbian movie. Yeah, because Leah's like, I'm in love with Bella because I hear Jacob's thoughts. But Bella doesn't even really know. Mm-mm. Love from afar. And I think Edward and Seth can be together forever. Oh, they had a good bromance. Uh, so I think thing Seth can imprint on Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Edward and Seth will be happy. Um, Bella and Leah will be happy, right. and Jacob will, I assume, die from his injuries. He'll, He'll die succumb. in the woods alone, naked, like he wants to. The end of this book. And it's not his fault. His dad um, has instilled a lot of the sexism in him. He talks sure. about how much harder the daughters were to raise. And he also and lives, how it Leah seems like is in a, trash. A pretty patriarchal, like yeah. political and social culture. So, except that Billy's in love with Sue Clearwater. I missed all this. He says, she The widow? Yeah. Oh. He says, She would have been a great wolf. <laughs> Imagine She's looking so at the lady strong. across the hall. And thinking, wow, she would have been a good She wolf. would have been a great wolf. Well. That's all I have. Um, that's kind of the that's kind of the, the end of uh, um Eclipse. Speaking of well, we have one quick moment where we wanna discuss what does Eclipse mean? Oh shit, I forgot we were gonna Because do this. we have a moment where Jacob says she he says Eclipse. And Maggie and I are trying to figure out what he could ever have possibly meant. This is the deep analysis you guys have been thinking this we've is, been yeah. doing the whole time. We're about to actually We're about do to it. do a close reading. We're going to break down a sentence. Here we go. You have the page? Why would I ever have that on hand? I would try. I'll try here. Um, for me editing later. I cussed her under my breath. That was
Page 600. Um, so Bella, when she's visiting Jacob, um, this happens. I'll just read. <clears throat> the corner of my mouth turned up in a wistful half smile. I used to think of that. I used to think of you that way too, you know. Like the sun, my personal sun. You balance out the clouds nicely for me. He sighed. The clouds I can handle, but I can't fight with an eclipse. I touched his face, laying my hand against his cheek. He exhaled at my touch and closed his eyes. It was very quiet. Okay. So the question is, here's what's clear. Jacob is the sun. Yes. Jacob in this metaphor is Bella's personal son. Um, but what are Bella and Edward? That's the question. I think Bella is the person looking at the sun. And the Yeah, lo- she's the one Edward receiving the, the sun. Edward is the moon. Yeah. Hence new moon. Hence new moon. Which makes the eclipse Bella and Edward's love for each other. Yeah, Bella and Edward together are the ec- the action of the moon eclipsing the sun. Right. The sun is So like Bella's Jacob. depression is clouds. Yeah. So so it times so were good. Can shine through the clouds. But not through the, the moon. moon. So in this in this diagram um <laughs> Jacob's always Jacob's always there. Yeah. But when Edward gets in the way, the moon causing an eclipse. Yeah. Which he can't which blocks out the sun. Which sun can't fight. So that means Edward, uh, Jacob is what? Sending all of his energy to Edward? And he can't get to Bella. Yeah. So, I mean, he, that's clear. He spends a lot of his time thinking about Edward. Yeah. It's a little. Okay. Imagine a math problem that you did in I want to say ninth grade. Okay. Where like you know the height of a person and you know the angle of the sun. And you're trying to find out the height of the tree. Sure. You know? Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I know what you mean. So you're looking, uh, Bella's the person. Yeah. And Jacob is the sun. Sure. And you're trying to find the angle of the sunlight all across the moon. What? Yeah. Hmm. We were in an eclipse. We, Maggie and I did experience the big eclipse, capital B, capital E. In 2017. 17, I think. Seems about right. Yep, that summer in like the place in America with like the longest eclipse. Fucking time. scary. Let me tell you guys, it was weird. It, it was like I felt wild. like I was in the middle of Stonehenge being like ritual. We like thought it was chill, and then the longer it happened, all of us were like, "This is too." It was weird. a full like three minutes in like the most unnatural lighting I've ever like, experienced. The in my shadows life. weren't. They didn't exist. It was like your eyes were turning off. And then all the shadows became little moons. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. All the shadows became the shape of the moon. The bats came out and so did like a bunch all of All the bugs. animals. All the animals were like, I guess it's freaking nighttime now. Dogs freaked out, man. Barking. A lot of barking dogs. <laughs> now I understand why in ancient cultures they'd go, this happens? Oh, the gods are mad and we need to do something about yeah. it. So anyway, yeah, it's right. Jacob can't fight one of those. You can't fight you one of those. You can't fight one of those, buddy. So that's Eclipse. That's our deep analysis. I can't believe it took us until now. I haven't really thought about the title of this, but I feel like you should be able to understand what the title is referring to, like at least by halfway through a book. Well, I was going to say we never got info on New Moon, but now I assume it has something to do with Edward coming back. Because it went away and it came back. And that's a new moon. Yeah, it cycled through. But he never was a moon. He was always Twilight. Well, no, that's his favorite part of day because the moon's coming out, baby. 
Well, no, I thought he said that it's a favorite part of the day because night can last forever. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email if you think this is right or if you think it tracks on some other way. Let me know. And we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you, we're the, we're the forefront scholars in um, astronomy of this book. <laughs> you can't see, but my eyes are closed and my head is nodding. Nodding sagely like a... Aged like a wise bird. woman. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back. Bye. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say, <laughs> wait, wait. Here comes the sun. Dylan? Yes, it's me, Bob Dylan. Or are you Victoria, the baby voice? The times Dylan. they are a midnight sun. Oh, good. Welcome to Here Comes the Sun. Our the only name we've ever come up with that has stuck, except Sparkle Notes and Edward's Vampire. Okay, listen, In we're my amazing. Own name, Chris. <laughs> um, where we randomly pick a part of Midnight Sun and read it because it's just too. Darn much. It's too good. tempting to leave. Once away. again, Midnight Sun is Twilight told from Edward's point of view. Um, this time we're reading from chapter 10. Chris, take it away. She looked down, struggling with some internal dilemma. Suddenly she stiffened and her eyes flew wide open. Fear flashed across her face for the first time. Holy crow! She gasped. I panicked. What had she seen? How did I frighten her? Then she shouted, Slow down! What's wrong? I didn't understand where her terror had come from. You're going a hundred miles an hour! She yelled at me. She flashed a look out of the window and recoiled from the dark trees racing past us. This little thing, just a bit of speed, had her shouting in fear. <laughs> He's unempathetic ass. I rolled my eyes. Relax, Bella. Are you trying to kill us? She demanded, her voice high and tight. Can I take it again? Sure. Are you trying to kill us? <laughs> she demanded, her voice high and tight. We're not going to crash, I promised her. She sucked in a sharp breath <laughs> and then spoke in a slightly more level tone. Why are you in such a hurry? I always drive like this. I met her gaze, amused by her shocked expression. Keep your eyes on the road! She shouted. I've never been in an accident, Bella. I've never even gotten a ticket. I grinned at her and touched my forehead. It made it even more comical, the absurdity of being able to joke with her about something so secret and strange. Built-in radar detector. Very funny, she says sarcastically, her voice still more frightened than angry. Charlie's a cop, remember? I was raised to abide by traffic laws. Besides, if you turn us into a Volvo pretzel around a tree trunk, you can probably just walk away. Probably, I repeated, and then laughed without humor. Yes, we could fare quite differently in a car accident. She was right to be afraid, despite my driving abilities. But you can. Scary, Edward, to be like, yeah, you're you're fucking right. I, I would survive. I think crash. it's weird that he says he laughs without humor. Yeah. Weird. Isn't it weird that we're just reading the same exact I was also thinking this so this happens in the first book. This is after they go to their date at La Belle Italienne. La Belle Italienne, famous for their world mushroom. famous mushroom ravioli. Christopher Walken, have you been there? It, but we're famous. No, you're just doing it. <laughs> you're not good at Foley. You're not good at accents or impressions. I'll say it here on the uh, pod uh, right now. 
incredible at everything I've ever fucking tried. Tried is the operative word. Speaking of tried, Stephanie tried to write this scene, which you've already seen full dialogue of. <laughs> Fully. We, word the, for So this word. is just the same dialogue with slightly different narration. I remember Holy Crow. The, and I, Holy Crow, <laughs> funny. Um, I also remember the pretzel thing somehow. Um, like, why write this? Why not skip over this? We don't get anything new from this. Stephanie, what? Surely a copy paste drop. Good for her. She's running to the bank with all this money. Wild. Uh, I, I'm kind of upset we didn't get to the date, but that's probably fine. Yeah. The date where Bella had so much Coke. <laughs> Remember she had just mushroom ravioli and Coke. She's burping up a nasty storm on this date. Man, I... And she's jealous of that like flirty waitress. Midnight Sun's going to be fucking crazy. Oh, we have to do it all over again. I can't wait. Um, well, before we have to also read the gender swap one. Oh, that's <laughs> no one, Again, no one's talking about it. We're on the forefront, people. 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 That's one more impression for you. That's more, that's our Hannah <laughs> Gatsby. Don't know what that was. People. Chris, is yeah. there anything you can't stop thinking about? <clears throat> um, what can't I stop? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, let me think about it. Well, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, she couldn't stop. She, she she had to look it up. I just want to get the right wording. Okay. I can I can just I can just say just it. Just go baby. for it. Just follow okay, the Okay, listen. The thing I can't stop thinking about is that Bella kisses Alice's spiky hair. <laughs> oh, here it is. How could you not see that one coming? It's she asks Alice to be her maid of honor. Yeah. Then she says, How could you not see that one coming? I teased, kissing her spiky hair. <laughs> what's going on with alice's hair what's her hair? This is, is she a, a little boy in 2004 this is the rudest thing that how she, much gel is in there alice she is shark boy is their hair hard too <laughs> like stone <laughs> okay you know when you see also why would you kiss someone's spike just the tip of it just from above how short is she uh, <laughs> you know when you see you go to a museum and you see a, a sculpture. A museum. museum. I'm waiting for my husband to come back from the museum. <laughs> whoa. He, he said he'd be back in three the days. The World Whoa Two Museum. <laughs> he sent me a letter. A postcard. <laughs> um, when you go to the museum and you see a statue where like there's um, like pleated fabric made of marble. Yeah. And it's like beautiful and the craftsmanship is wow. elegant. And you're like, is it soft? Is it soft, but it's not? Is that what it's like with her spiky hair? Or like Rosalie's long locks? Is it They're hard. hard. It? They break? You, do they have to wash them? You hair? couldn't put your fingers do through they it? Do, shower? do they shower? Otherwise, wouldn't they get like a rot? But they but they don't like sweat, but they do come. Yeah. So And they have venom. So they have some liquid. Okay, you know who probably answered this? Stephanie Meyer in her book. Do you think that when they walk, you can hear the water, the some water waddle around because they're just hollow marble people? (laughs) They're a marble flask. They're like, you know, when you were in, when you made pottery with the little bead inside, like a little shaker? No, what? You know, you make like a pot and you put it in a kiln, but you put it with a little bead inside so that the bead comes and you. No. They're called shakers. Sure, um, yeah, a fun little instrument. It could be, or it could just be a thing. Why do you have a pot that shakes if not just play it? 
to show how hard it is, how kilned, how kilned it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything other than um how far I f- I can't stop thinking about how I used to love Charlie. Oh, you were gonna do the dad. you were gonna do the last sentence. Oh right. Um, I'll talk about Charlie real fast. Which is at first I really liked him. He was my boy. He was soft and he couldn't. He didn't know. He broiled steak. No, that was Bella. But he didn't know how to cook anything. Um, well, he tried to make pasta, but he boiled it so long that all the water evaporated. That would take <laughs> hours. That would take like two hours. I loved it. Um, he made like polenta out of spaghetti somehow. Um, but and he's really ruined he's, himself. He's. Uh, Bella comes back from talking to Jacob, basically being like, hey, I broke up with Jacob. I really, She sobs for like three days. No uncertain terms. I said, Jacob, we're not going to be boyfriend, girlfriend. She cried. And Charlie goes, oh, did you really have to tell him? Yikes, <laughs> Bella. He's your friend. And it's like, dad, don't say that now. Even if you think it, just tell, tell your daughter, if you need to talk, I'll be here. Just say it. And then she'll go talk to her boyfriend. Yeah, just say, okay, you can go to your room. I'll make dinner. What are you doing? But what Charlie? about when he sat and s- said, "I just don't want to lose you when you run off with Edward." Just warn me. I kind of hated that. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really stupid. You only put it in there if the character somehow knows that she's going to become a vampire, run away forever. And There's there was no reason weird he had stuff where he like sort of knows about werewolves. They're yeah. like prepping us for him to find out, but to, in weird ways. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, I was with um some of the I don't know the werewolves, but they're werewolf people." Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like acting strange during the battle. But he doesn't know about the battle. There's yeah. no reason for him to know these things. Yeah. Um, the sentence that I <laughs> unironically told Maggie, I kind of like that sentence that Stephanie wrote, is the last thing in the epilogue. It goes like this. Like <laughs> this. <laughs> this is from Jacob's point of view. <laughs> What's this? I, thought I, was, I was putting music. It's distracting me okay. from my performance. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> okay. I push my legs faster, letting Jacob Black disappear behind me. Chris said i love this sentence that i kind of like that as a way of describing him turning into werewolf beyond just like i kicked my shoes off and i became wolf i became wolf i became wolf i kind of liked it and that's the only thing i liked from jacob's pov Hmm. um i have something from jacob's pov too if i'm allowed um he says i cussed her under my breath in her his narration um about leah he says i cussed her under my breath no what Say I swore. To no say, one has ever said I cussed her under my breath. You don't say cuss unless as a verb, unless you're saying no cussing. Nope, that's a noun. So no, you don't do it. No. No verb cuss, please. You can say don't cuss. You can't okay, cuss yeah, in yeah, my yeah, class. Yeah, good point. Or like, did you cuss at her? <laughs> but you can't say I cussed her. <laughs> I cussed her. No, it's not a uh, cussed her. I heard really know, know her. her. Is that a transitive verb? Uh, I don't, English majors, hit me up. Um, you were one. I know. You don't actually learn a grammar. No one has. No one has learned a grammar. That's all we have for you. That's eclipse, that, baby. Let's let's uneclipse. The, let's get this moon away from the sun and get away from eclipse to go to Breaking Dawn. I'm excited. I'm excited for it to be the last one we have to do. <laughs> Remember how we started this? What feels like uh, 800 years ago, but it was only February. Oh, we haven't even been at it a year. Nope. But it feels like I'm eight years old. Well, um, text us again. 
um text us no text us on instagram instagram dm us if you have any thoughts about eclipse to share we're gonna watch the movie next week we're really excited and then we'll get in we'll have a bonus episode we have not yet decided what the bonus episode is going to be so if you have thoughts there ideas of what you want us to talk about we have some ideas but we're not solid on them yeah so we'll be back next week follow us on instagram at edward is a vampire pod Send us an email, edwardisavampirepod at gmail.com. Um, be on Twitter if you dare. If you dare. Uh, we are at edwardisavampod. That's V-A-M-P-O-D, vampod. Thank you. And um, text us at 555-555-5552. Um, I want to say one more thing. Okay. Please vote. Please vote. If you um, are eligible to vote, if you are becoming eligible to vote, um, whatever, make sure you're registered. I think when this comes out, you can still register in most states. Um, but those deadlines are coming fast. Coming soon to theaters near you. Uh, just vote the whole ballot. Google, call your mom, whatever you need to Go do. Go top down, figure it out. Some um, of them don't have easily accessible websites, let me tell you. No. Contact or read your local paper. They've probably written up stuff. Probably. They've probably given statements publicly. Look, I'm, this is basic Googling. You know how to Google. And um, if you have money to spare, bail funds, baby. Bail funds. Be fun, baby. That's all we have for you. Yeah. Do you like when we remind you to be human beings at the end? Do you, do you like that? Is it condescending? I don't know. No. No. It's we're a, very charming. It's election times. We got to let people know to vote. Be like let's, let's be very clear. Vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe. Do it. Do a V for J. Yeah. V that J. Pretend you're voting for an onion skinned vampire. Don't. And just don't. do it. <laughs> just do it. Pretend you're voting for Joe in that one picture where he's wearing that red shirt. And he's like 28. Or the Joe that like yeah. What has I'm saying is, if you're old, you're not. You should be yeah. What I'm saying vote is, only young the, people count. Vote for the Joe with the aviator glasses walking down that hallway with Julie Louis Dreyfus from that the, Emmy's. Vote bit. for the Joe who um cares about if uh, human beings are human beings. Yeah, vote for the Joe who cries with moms whose sons have died like his. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, and so Joe pushed his legs further, leaving further than they've ever been pushed Joe before. Biden. Behind. Oh, you're doing the the Twilight. Yeah, Chris is gonna go turn into a werewolf and edit this pod. Yeah, Ow! that was me howling and talking. That's what you can do when you're a werewolf. Oh, that's with a kiss I die.